Welcome back into another episode of We're Talking. Today, we're talking Sunbelt Conference football with Dave Amato. Dave, how are you this morning? I'm good. I'm good. Ready for, uh, ready for, uh, I guess, like tomorrow. I got to know tonight, I guess, some football tonight. Uh, absolutely. I think we've got a lot of things going on. Uh, football starting tonight. Then you got Friday night, some big games. And then Saturday, it all kicks off for real, especially for the Cajuns and probably the majority of the Sun Belt, except I want to say Old Dominion plays on Friday night, or is it someone yeah. else? I think it's okay. Old Dominion. Virginia Tech. Old Dominion, Virginia Tech, is that right? I believe you're correct on that one. I believe you are correct. All right, well, let's jump right into it. Let's talk about how we we see the predictions. Uh, both of you and I have uh, App State going 10-2, and two, and we differ a little bit on where the losses come from. Um, so let's go to you first. The losses, uh, uh, you, both of you and I yeah. think they're going to beat North Carolina. And then both of you and I think they're going to beat Texas A&M. What, what are your thoughts there on why they lose to Texas A&M? Uh, I, I think Texas A&M is going to have a good year this year. I'm really expecting them to, to, to really be close, if not to the top of the SEC, but at least it, it, it give some challenges this year. And it's an away game. Uh, I think playing at the Rock against North Carolina gives them an advantage. They've beaten them before. They're, they're, you know, that, they're going to be so pumped up for that game. And then they're coming back with a, another huge game the following week, and it's against, uh, you know, A&M. I just think it's a letdown on a road game. So I think I think they, they split those two big P5 games. Uh, they get the home win against North Carolina, get, and then go on the road close to Texas A&M. Absolutely. I think if they play Texas A&M at home, I give them a little bit of an advantage there then. But since you, you are correct, playing North Carolina at home and then ha- – traveling to texas a&m i think advantage texas a&m besides the fact that texas a&m is a very good ball club this year i think it uh uh in in no way they're uh, looking ahead at from texas a&m to troy but big sunbelt conference matchup uh in week three for them so yeah both of us agree that they think they're going to win uh the difference though that we have is uh you know my thought process was I, I think they're going to lose to Marshall because they're going to be on the road. What's your thought process on them losing to Coastal? Yeah, I think the East is is tough this year, and there's, there's four teams to me that are at the top, and they're going to battle each other. I really think four teams are going to go back and forth. Um, and I just don't think App, App finishes with a clean slate, and I bounce back and forth in my head about Marshall and Georgia State being the two going to all play out with that. Um, I think Coastal is going to have a little bit of a uh, revenge factor in their minds. And I, I just, I feel as though Coastal is going to get them this year. And it's, you know, it's, it's, it's all a feeling when you're, when you're just trying to make picks like this, but I really think Coastal, it, it, it's clear that the four teams at the top of the West, at the top of the East are the four that I, I named. And I think uh, those teams are going to play each other hard all season long. So I just, for me, it just felt like Coastal this year is their, it's their chance to take it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but in the end, we both have uh, App State going ten and two and seven one in the in the uh, Sun Belt and being on top of the Sun Belt East and getting yeah. to the championship game. Yeah, I think it's a letdown game for them against Coastal, but I think overall they're the best team in the East and they're going to continue. They're going to win it. They're just going to have that one loss. 
uh, and I had to pick one, and I thought Coastal was the one. But it could be Marshall. It could be Georgia State. I mean, those are the three that have they're going to have the toughest games against. Absolutely. We're going to jump around a little bit because we're going to go to our number two team that we both picked, even though you're, you have them tied with the team, but we'll, we'll get to them next, but we both have Marshall uh, at nine and three and six and two in the Sun Belt. So um, the, uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I, we both, we both have uh, Marshall losing to Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Again, I think, uh, you know, away game against a, a Notre Dame team. I do think, though, eh, they might have a little bit of a chance to upset them with a new coach being in Notre Dame. I don't know who Notre Dame plays the week before. Really don't care, but I, I still have them as a loss. Yeah, yeah, same here. I think that's just going to be a tough one for them. Uh, I think I think, I think they got a good ball club, Coastal does. I just don't think they're going to be able to compete with Notre Dame. And uh, that's just going to be a that's going to be a challenge. But the the rest of their non conference schedule, I think, is uh, sets up well for them. Yeah. Now uh, we both also have them uh, on on week four losing to Troy on the road. I, I just think Troy is a better ball club this year and is going to be a tough place to play. It, it's going to be a very tough place to play. I think Troy's going to have a very good season. I'm expecting them to contend for the West, and we'll talk about that later on. Uh, but I think I think Troy's the team that that can give a lot of teams trouble, and I think they're going to they're going to give Marshall trouble, especially this early in the season, if we believe that Rasheen Ali is still out. Yep, and uh, I think that. The big thing for me, though, you know, you know, with Troy being at home, record season ticket sales this year for them. Yeah. So good for them. And uh, uh, but, yeah, I, I think we both are on spot there. Now, where we differ a little bit is I have the Cajuns uh, beating them in um, uh, on the road in West Virginia. Uh, and you have them uh, beating the Cajuns. I, uh, that broke my heart uh, just to put that in there, but um, I I think the Cajuns, and we'll talk about that when we get to the West, I think the Cajuns have two really tough games on the schedule, um, and they're going to end up losing one of them, and, uh, and, and that's the one that I chose because it's going on the road to Troy uh, in, a, in, a, in a challenging game, so I, I think that's, that's going to be a tough one. It's going to be a tough game. Yeah, it was a coin flip almost for me. And I'm going to be, I'm going to be completely honest. I'm being big time Homer here. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But I, you know, you, and like I said, you could go either way. You could say the Cajuns, I'm not going to say have their number because they've only played once, but at the same time, it was, it was the last game of the season. Uh, Coach Desimo was the head coach. His only game last year as the head coach. So, um, and, and, and they're running back. Like you said, we're not sure if he's going to play or not, but at the same time, Marshall is at home. So again, coin flip for me, I, I, I wanted to be the homer here. So, and that's what I did. Um, the other game that we have different app state, um, they get app state at home. Uh, you have them as a loss. I have them as a win. I just think right now app state is a better football team. Give me your thought process on the game and the matchup. 
Yeah, you know, look, I think I, I do believe that App State's the better team. There's no question about that. And uh, it's, you know, look, again, I, I bounced back and forth when we talked about all these teams, or, you know, specifically the top four. And, and, and look, they could go either way. But I just think, uh, you know, Marshall, App's going to be, App gets stronger usually as the season goes on. Um, and I just feel like App's going to be at that point in the season. App's going to be ready to 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 win the East. Uh, couldn't I mean again? Couldn't agree. Uh, couldn't disagree with you there. Um, it, I think it's a coin flip, but I agree with you. App State gets better, but even so, I I, uh, I still pick Marshall in that one. I just <laughs> think, uh, you know, when we go back to the whole App State, I think I think they're going to drop one. Yeah. Um, uh, and I think I just think it's going to be to Marshall. I think they have the best opportunity. Yeah, I think we both agree that they will lose one. It's just where they're going to lose it, right? I say Coastal, you say uh, Marshall. So I mean, yeah, uh, that's pretty close when you're talking about these. Yeah. You know. Well, let's move on to the team that I have picked third in the East, and you have picked tied for second with Marshall, uh, Coastal Carolina. You just mentioned them, uh, Coastal. Uh, I think has, uh, uh, I'm not going to say a weak non-conference schedule, but uh, not what I would call one of the better ones. And, and, and uh, I shouldn't say it because the, the, the Cajuns are have a pretty weak uh, non-conference schedule. Well, but you and I both have them losing uh, at Georgia state. I do. I do. And, and, my thought process there is, uh, look, it's a, it's going to Georgia State, uh, which isn't a tough place to play, but Georgia State's going to be a very good football team this year. Um, and I think Georgia State's going to get – they're going to knock off somebody in the big three, right, in, in the big three meaning at Coastal and, and Marshall. And I think they're going to get – they're going to surprise some teams, and that's the one I think that's early in the season. They're going to be pumped up. They assume – that they're they're going to have a great season and they're going to end up having a really good one, uh, but they're going to they're going to shock the world. I think my my personal opinion they're going to shock the world early in the season and win that game. Well, and where we both agree is that they're going to be heading to Marshall and they'll take the loss at Marshall. So, yeah. um, I I just think it's it's one of those things. I'm picking the home team in that game. I think uh, it should be a good football game. Yeah, no, I think I, I'm. That's one I'm really circling on the calendar to watch. I think that's going to be a fun game early in the season, early in the conference season. Um, where we disagree, though, is the App State game, like we talked about earlier. The uh, the the Chanticleers have them at home. I just think, to your point in the last comment, that App State gets better as the season goes on, and I yeah. just think Coastal is not as strong this year as they've been in the past. Could be wrong again. Probably a coin flip, but give me your thought process on why why you picked them to beat yeah, that state. Yeah, I mean it's like a broken record repeating it, but these teams are so close, and and somebody's got to win, somebody's going to lose, and these guys have built a really good little rivalry there. And I just think it's just it's just going to be fun that late in the season to have that game played. But I think I, I just. I, I, like I said, they're going to beat up on each other. It's just too many good teams in the East, and somebody's going to win, somebody's going to lose, and it's just going to end up that everybody's going to end up with at least one loss. And of those four teams, the worst one's going to have three losses. But you got to pick them one way or the other. And I, it was hard. It was hard to pick them. 
I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, it's one of those things that we think the Sun Belt is better, but when you start playing each other, somebody's got to take the loss somewhere. Yeah. So who do you pick? That's so, exactly what I was going with. So, and, and like we talked about, uh, I always talk about this in my job when somebody asked me, who designed this? I said, well, you know, that was such and such. But quite honestly, if you look at people, I, I love how construction people always want to know who the designer is. And when you're, when you're talking about some things, you can design things in three different ways and they'll all work. It's just somebody's opinion, yeah. uh, at least in my, in, in, in my job. And I think this is kind of the same thing. We've got to admit that a lot of this is a crapshoot. But the one thing we, why we did this this year was to hold ourselves accountable. And then that way we can, I can come back and say, Dave, why were you such an idiot last year? You know? well, well, we talked about it. You sent this to me twice and I've changed my picks twice. I mean, if you were sent it four times, I probably would have changed my picks four times. Yeah, you know, I did that because we picked and I did not use formulas to collate where we picked the first game against the, on the on the one guy's schedule to, to automatically fill in the their opponent's schedule and so when i did that when i went to the opponent's schedule sometimes i had to go back to the original schedule and switch things around yeah so but all's all's good uh let's move on um kind of the team that we both agree on uh, we'll finish five and three in the Sun Belt, but we do disagree a little bit on the overall schedule of the team. So it'll be interesting to look at that real quick. Uh, Georgia State, um, uh, you have them beating South Carolina. I have them losing to South Carolina. What you, it, I, you know, I almost picked that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way again I think is a toss-up but why did you have why do you have them pick the win well I looked at and I look, you can't take last year you can't think of anything you know exactly but I I saw the way Troy played South, uh, South Carolina last year and Troy should have beaten them and they did and I don't think South Carolina is going to be tremendously better this year I think they're going to get better but they're not going to be tremendously better I think Georgia State is a better team than Troy was at this point last year. I think Georgia State splits those first two games against the Carolinas, right? I think they're going to lose to North Carolina. But I figured if they're going to win one, and this is a team that I'm high on uh, this year uh, to be much improved, I think I think that South Carolina game is a great chance for them to do it. And I know – you know, they got to go on the road to do it, but I really think they have the chance to make a, a, a shock uh, to the to the, the, the world, the college football world, right off the bat by beating South Carolina in that game. Uh, and I'm, I'm going to be rooting for them. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, where we disagree is, though, is uh, the, the Panthers travel to Army. I just think Army has the advantage playing at home. What's your thought? How, how does Georgia State go on the road and win that game? Yeah, no, look, I, I, I think you're right. It's hard to beat Army at home. It's hard to beat Army because of the offense that they run. But I, I think Georgia State's going to be ready. I think, they, again, this is a team that I, I think steps up this year and wins some games that we don't normally think Georgia State wins, right? And, that's, and I think they're going to they're gonna be strong early in the year. I think they might fade a little bit late, late in the year. But I think overall they're going to be they're going to come out with guns blazing. We're going to be you know it's a team that everybody's going to have to keep an eye out on. Uh, 
I think they're going to have some slip-ups during the year, but I think overall they're going to they're going to win some games we didn't expect them to win. Yeah, being a Sunbelt Conference homer, I, I that's one game I'll be pulling for them again. But at the same time, I just think it's it's tough and tough place to play. Yeah. Now, again, where we disagree on um, is Georgia Southern coming to Atlanta. Uh, and normally, uh, just the opposite of what I thought with the Army game, you know, Georgia Southern, while Georgia State is not a rivalry game with them because Georgia State has not had a football team as long as App State or some of the other teams that Georgia Southern has that competition against. I just think by, um, I'm sorry, I, I should have done the math beforehand, by game six, uh, of the season, I think Georgia Southern is going to become a better uh, football team throughout the year. Uh, yeah. I think but, you and I disagree there. I, I don't know how much better Georgia Southern is going to get this year than they were last year. They've got some holes. Personally, I think they've got some holes. I just don't see them being able to, to beat Georgia State. I just think that they're, they're bringing back a, a pretty nice receiving core is my understanding. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think they can, uh, while I think Georgia state is going to be better on offense, I don't know that their defense is getting that much better. So we'll disagree. Yep. And we'll see in uh, October 8th, uh, by the, by the end of the day, we'll see who gets that one. Uh, last one that we'll talk about, uh, uh, where we disagree on is James Madison. I, I just yeah. think James Madison, uh, I mean, you're talking about a team that's stepping up. Now, don't get me wrong. I think they're a very good ball club. I just think the competition level is different. No, I think it's much different. I, here's what I think. I, uh, like I said, I think Georgia State's going to be a little – they're going to be much improved. I think they're going to be a good team, but they're going to they're gonna struggle at times because they're just not – they're not completely there yet, right? Um, and I think they do slip up late in the year and not, not because they're not a better team than, uh, JMU. It's more that they just, they just have a, a letdown. Um, and I think that's where the letdown comes in. I think JMU is going to compete well this season. I really do expect them to compete well, but I think they're going to, that's where they're going to get a little slip up late in the year. And that's where JMU is going to pull that win out. Well, since we're talking about JMU, let's move right into them. Uh, uh, I've got them at four and seven. You got them at six and five. Uh, I've got them two and six in the Sun Belt. You've got them four and four. Um, we tend to agree until you get to week uh, five of the season. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you think they're going to beat Arkansas State. I don't think they are because they're on the road. Yeah. I think Arkansas State can be a tough place to play. Your it thoughts, can, though? It can be, but I, I, I don't see Arkansas State being much better than they were last year. And I think they'll be improved because it couldn't be any worse, but I don't think they're going to be able to consistently win. I think JMU has a, a, a good system in place. You know, they're bringing back a lot of talent, and I know it's a step up. And like you said, it's going to be tough to go on the road and win, but I really believe that JMU is going to be consistent enough to beat some teams during this year. And, and that's one of them that I see. And, and look, there's a lot of coin flips in this season, but that's one that I see Arkansas State being a weaker team the following week. And we'll get into that. It's the same thing. Another weaker team that I think JMU is going to they're gonna go ahead and pull some wins. The only reason I picked uh, losses for JMU and the Arkansas State in the next week against Georgia Southern is because both games are on the road. On the road. 
Yeah. You know, well, I see it. I can see your thought process there. I, I just, I just, I, I don't see Georgia Southern or or Arkansas State being great. I don't see JMU being great. I just think there's there's games that are going to be coin flips, and that's one of them. JMU is the really the the tough one on everybody's schedule because nobody knows anything about them, right? Um, you can only you, you can't even see them against similar opponents. You can see Southern Miss against similar opponents and Marshall against similar and ODU against similar opponents. We don't really know what JMU is bringing to the table because they haven't competed at that level. We're going to find out pretty quickly. All right. Well, the last one again uh, that we'll talk about here is Old Dominion on their schedule. And uh, I've got it as a win again uh, for Old Dominion. You've got it as a loss. Um, I, I just think it, it's going to be uh, it, uh I'm not sure what Old Dominion is, quite honestly. I don't know if anybody knows what Old Dominion is based on last year. You know, they were terrible to start the season. They finished very well to get to a bowl game. Um, you're, you're assuming they're, you know, I, I was thinking about this yesterday when we were just putting our thoughts together initially. I was like, you know, we've got 14 teams in a conference, and every single one of them believes that they're going to be either better than they were last year or or at least similar to where they were. And I would say is, you know, I picked five teams that I think are the bottom feeders in the conference from last year. All of those teams assume improvement, right? If you were the middle group in the conference and there were five teams in my head that I picked in the middle group, those are the guys like five and seven to seven and five. All of those teams assume that they are going to be better than five and seven or seven and five. They're going to be eight and four or nine and three or 10 and two, right? And the, the teams that went nine and three, and plus are assuming that they're going to do that. So every team assumes that they're going to be better than they were last year. Not everybody can do that. The conference isn't going to hold. It's not going to be able to do that, right? right. Um, ULM's coming into the season after going, what, three and nine last year, assuming they're, they're going to be better than three and nine. Somebody's going to end up three and nine. Somebody's going to end up two and 10. Somebody's going to end up at the bottom of the conference. Uh, I just think, uh, Old Dominion is another one. Old Dominion, JMU, those are the two that I, I struggle with all season because I don't know enough about them and I can't tell you how good or bad they're going to be. Absolutely. Uh, while talking about Old Dominion, let's move on to their schedule. We agree with just about everything through the, uh, the first uh, five weeks five weeks of the season, six weeks of the season, of actually. The season, yeah. Until Seven. we get to... Yeah, six. Yeah, you're right. Six. six. Until we get to Georgia Southern, I just think uh, Old Dominion is playing away. I think I do. I do. And as I said earlier, I, I do think Georgia Southern uh, under Coach Helton is going to be a better team. I've got a win. They're playing at Georgia Southern, which is a tough place to play. Um, what I mean, talk yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say it again. I just don't think Georgia Southern's there. I, I, I think help. I think, I think Coach Helton will get them there. But it's not this year, and that's why you know you got a team that's that's coming off of a six and six year uh, regular season last year uh, with a pretty good core coming back, and I just think they're they're the better football team than Georgia Southern. And I think Georgia Southern's a year or two away from being able to compete with almost anybody in the conference except All for right. the bottom feeders. Not a problem. 
uh, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. And I can tell you why you were a fool at the end of the No, I'm joking. I'll be waiting I, for it. No, I, I, I tell you, I am not very good at this. I used to be when there was no internet and everything. And I could get, I got the paper every day. Yeah. I was, I, I was, I did a lot of studying back then. Now the internet seems to skew everything. Everybody's got an opinion. Yeah. So the one, the last game that we disagree on is, at, uh, the, the 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 monarchs is that correct the monarchs yeah uh travel to south alabama i just think south alabama is going to be in a very improved team by the final week of the season but you have the monarchs traveling there and beating south alabama yeah i, I this was another one again tough one call um but again i uh i went back and i think this is one i changed um, I originally had them, by, and I saw what Old Dominion's record was going to be based on the first piece that I had, and I said, look, they're going to be better than that. They got to win a game, and I went through and tried to figure out where they were going to win another game, and I said, they got to figure it out, and it was the South Alabama game, and, and, and believe me, I do believe South Alabama's an improved team, but I thought they Old Dominion has to get one more win, and I couldn't figure out where it was going to be, and that's where I pulled it out. Well, I have them at ten at two overall, one and seven in the Sun Belt. You have them at five and seven, and four and four in the Sun Belt. This is probably uh, one that we had the most disagreement, along with the next one, uh, yeah, which we, is Georgia we, Southern, which we totally disagree. Basically, with. I think we basically flip flop these two teams, right? Uh, yeah, you have them finishing in the middle of the pack, and I have them finishing at the bottom, and you had them. You had ODU, vice versa. Yeah, I don't we, think. I don't think ODU is going to regress as much as you do. And I don't think Georgia Southern is going to improve as much as you do. And I think that's where we disagree. Yeah. We've talked about all those games. I don't think there's anything here that, uh, uh, well, actually the one that we did not talk about is South Alabama visiting, uh, Georgia Southern. Again, I think it's good uh, to your point. I'm not going to say it's a, it's probably closer to a coin flip than, than because I just think, even though South Alabama's improved, I think Georgia Southern's improved, but Georgia Southern has them at home. Yeah. Well, you, you based a lot of your scheduling on home in a way, and I, I didn't. It, it was more of a feel for me, um, just based on the teams. Uh, I did look at the home in a way a little bit, but but really at this point, I was looking at look, where, where do I believe these teams are going to finish, and I cannot see, I, and we'll, we'll have this discussion at the end of the year. I just cannot see Georgia Southern getting six wins. I, I just, okay. I've got them at six and six, four and four in the Sun Belt. You've got them at two and 10 and 0 and 8, the Sun Belt. I did pick a lot of home and away, or base a lot of things on home and away, but um, sometimes it was the home team I gave the advantage to, but sometimes it was the away team, which we'll discuss more when we talk about the West. You're listening. We're talking with Craig Melanson and Dave Amato. We're talking football. We'll be right back after this brief message. If I can figure out again, how to use these controls since I'm doing a share screen and I've got it. We'll be right back after this brief timeout. All right. Welcome into another episode. No, we're back. We're not in for another episode but it, we are recording on a different day so it feels like a different episode i should have should have dropped yesterday's recording already but uh it's kind of all in one so uh uh we'll, we'll we'll continue on uh craig malasson dave amato we're talking sunbelt conference west football and our predictions for the season uh dave how are you this morning 
I'm good. 34 hours away from kickoff. I'm happy. And you know something? I looked, uh, you know, 81 degrees at kickoff, chance of rain uh, right at 10%. You know, uh, humidity is going to be a little higher. It's going to feel a little warmer. Uh, but at the same time, tomorrow uh, tomorrow's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah, my only concern is the weather during the day and keeping people away. But hopefully, uh, if it does rain, it rains early. It gets out of here, and then we're ready for the game. So uh, we need a big crowd. We need a big crowd. Well, your highest chance of rain tomorrow, from what I'm seeing, is about 30% and oh. about 3 o'clock. So. Okay, so it changed a little bit. I know earlier in the week it was showing that we had a, a 50 or 60% chance of rain, but it Correct. was all mostly earlier in the day. So that's good news. So hopefully at kickoff time we'll have beautiful weather. People come out and uh, enjoy a, a beautiful Saturday. Yes. Well, let's I get back I'm into gonna, the – I think I'm going to be uh, bringing my – one and a half year or almost two year old now uh, to her first ever uh, Cajun football game uh, out of the womb, I should say. She did attend one while she while her mother was pregnant with her. Yes, so, very good. We're excited. We're excited. Got to get them started early. So That's right. Uh, let's let's start. We're going to start uh, from our picks from on the bottom and move forward. ULM. I, I actually let me see here before I say that I. Th- think uh i we both have them low i have them uh at two and six and some of i'll play you have them at one and seven i've got one team lower but that's okay um you know ulm's got a brutal schedule to start out with texas alabama and then the cajuns um uh I, I see uh, where we differ a little bit, though, is uh, ar- the Arkansas State game. Yeah. Um, and, and again, I'm looking at home and away, and I kind of, I, I just don't see them going up to Arkansas State. I and and I know we talked about it in the last yeah. episode or the earlier. Arkansas State's not a good football team, but right. what's your thoughts? <sighs> You know, and again, I looked at this and I tried to go back and forth and figure out where they could get some wins. And and I'm you're 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 honest. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, they start with Texas and Alabama. They got Nichols, you know, sandwiched in between, but Texas and Alabama, and then they hit us. And I'm like, my goodness, they really they. <laughs> it's going to be brutal. I, it's going to be hard for them to win two games, right? And, and and just looking at the schedule, I just don't know where it was going to come from. And I went back and forth and, and trying to figure out where they could get some wins. Um, I, I thought about that Southern Miss game because it is a home game for them. I I, I don't know. I, I just felt like Arkansas State was the only game on the schedule that could possibly be a win outside of Nichols. Uh, but this is a team that's going to struggle. They're going to struggle mightily all season long. I just don't know where those wins are going to come from. And like I said, I, I thought they're going to pull one, maybe two conference wins. I gave them Arkansas State, but even that one is going to be a challenge for them. Well, I think the three games that we chose, I, I chose two two wins for them in Sunbelt Conference play, and that was Texas State and Southern Miss. They have both of them at home, yep. but at the same time, I'm sitting there looking and I'm going like, I think Texas State's going to be better. I think Southern Miss is going to be better. Are they going to win those games now? So, 
Well, well, think about this, right? You, you talked about the, the brutality of their schedule. Um, they go on the road to Texas. They go on the road to Alabama. They do have us at home, but they, and they have Coastal at home. But they play the teams that I was thinking are in the top halves of both sides of the conference. They've, they've got South Alabama. They've got Georgia State. And they've got Troy on the road as well as Texas and Alabama. I mean, they, they've got some tough road games to play. I, this is just a, it's, it's a brutal schedule, I, and, and they're not a very good football team. So where are the wins going to come from? And like I said, I, I do think they'll pull one, maybe two, and I think the three games that they have the best chance at in conference are Arkansas State, Southern Miss, and Texas State. Like, you, you know, the two you picked and the one I picked, that's the only place I can see wins coming from. Yeah, and it's just going to depend on how much – uh, how much those teams improve sure. and i think the biggest thing for me with ulm is how do they come out of texas and alabama yeah. health-wise yeah no that's going to be a big piece the, the depth on that team is not super strong we talked about it at quarterback if they get an injury at the starting quarterback they've got you know some some challenges behind there i don't know and they have challenges in the running game i just don't know where where, yeah, like you said, if they get hurt in the Texas Alabama game, it could be it could be rough. It could be a rough season. Well, let's move on to Southern Miss. Uh, you, you know, you picked them at uh, uh, not winning Sun Belt Conference game. I did. So I guess they're technically. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I have I have one. I I have one. I have them beat uh, beating ULM. Oh, you messed up your. Uh... Oh, am I looking at the wrong? Wait, 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 wait. I may have pulled. This may be my fault. <laughs> I told you I did two of them. Uh, oh, oh so hedging your bet there is what you're saying. No, no, let me. I'm going to use yours. Go ahead and pull, uh, pull it back up because uh, uh, I, I think that's what no, I did. No, because. Uh, well, actually, you do have them beating huh, ULM. Right. I hate you, when I'm right. Well, you just didn't put it in your 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 thing here as a win. Oh. You had it as a win on the ULM side, but oh. not on not on the Southern Miss side. Well, whoever created this terrible spreadsheet. Oh, I know. I, it's I it's horrible. Them. Blame them. <laughs> the side, you know. No, so yeah, that was the uh that was the one I had is uh So technically we both have Southern Miss as uh coming last well we both got southern miss and you uh you have southern miss tied with ulm for coming last so uh, but either way um uh southern miss uh i don't think a terribly uh difficult schedule mm -hmm. so uh especially their non-conference schedule uh, i've got them beating liberty and i i know that's kind of if you look, I've got them at three and nine and one and seven in the Sun Belt, and it's probably kind of stupid for me to think they're going to beat Liberty. But at the same time, they've got them at home. I think Liberty is going to take a step back, and I think opening weekend you got a chance for an upset there. Am, am yeah. I? I mean, I, uh, well, I know you've I, got. I know you have them losing to Liberty. But. I do. I think it's going to. Look, we're going to know a lot about Southern Miss 
week one because they're playing a game that hey if they go get blown out by liberty we're going to know that they're not they're still not ready if they play liberty well i'm going to be much more impressed with them if they beat liberty i think that's where we see that this team is making a step in the right direction i do believe regardless they're going to make a step in the right direction um but i think that's going to tell us a lot I think Liberty's like I don't know if Liberty's going to be as good. They don't have Malik Willis, but they do have a transfer quarterback that came in that played um, I think some P five football before. Um, so they're going to be all right. I don't know how good Liberty's going to be, but but I still don't think USM is ready to to beat Liberty. I think like Liberty and look right after that they got to play Miami on the road. Um, they do get a little relief following that because they get Northwestern State and Tulane, but I it's. It's going to be tough for this team. They're just, I, I think you and I both agree that they are moving the right direction, but they got a long way to go before they're ready. Will Hall has them really competitive, but they're going to get there. They're okay. Get there. So you brought up Tulane. Now they're going to Tulane, which again, yeah. it, it's a it's two a hour drive. And, 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 and Will Hall coached at Tulane. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you've got them, you know, losing to Tulane, which I, I I'm winning. At, yeah. at Tulane, which yeah, I find I, a little surprising. You know, I do have them winning at Tulane, and that may be more heart than, uh, <laughs> than you know, I, I don't know if we've gone into it, but I was, I grew up a, a, a huge Tulane fan living in New Orleans up until I went, you know, decided where I was going to go to college. And since then, I've had a, a pretty heavy hatred for Tulane. So I, uh, I, uh, I guess that might have been a hard pick, thinking that I want the Sun Belt team to uh, go in there and defeat uh, Tulane. But, but no, I think that's going to be that's another one. Uh, I think I think week four. Look, I, here's what we know: they're going to lose to Miami. They're going to lose to Northwest. I mean, they're going to beat Northwestern State. They're going to be one and one in those two games. Then you've got the other two non-conference games. I think they're going to win one of the two non-conference games. I think they just have a better chance at Tulane than they do against Liberty. Yeah, I, I just think uh, uh, kind of like you, you know, I went to high school in New Orleans as well. And uh, for, on the football side of it, I was a Tulane uh, football fan as well. Um, um, and actually uh, met, I'm trying to think of the Longball Hall. What was his? Oh, uh, Willie Longball Hall. Yeah, Hall. actually yeah. got to meet him um, a couple of years ago at, at a UL baseball game. He came with one of my friends. And uh, we sat and talked Tulane football back then. So that's, that's pretty cool. I had, uh, when I was a child, I had the, uh, and this is another Tulane name, and I know we're not on the Tulane podcast, yep. but I, Rock Hannes was a quarterback around the same time. Uh, went on to be a, an orthodontist, I think. He had a chance to play in the NFL, but decided he wanted to be an orthodontist. But I got a chance when I was a child to meet him while he was playing quarterback at Tulane, and that was a pretty big you know, thing for me. But yeah. I, I always grew up a two-way fan because I hated LSU so much. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, uh, we're not going to give in that conversation. We could that's be here all day. Other, that's a whole so, other conversation. All right, well, so we we agreed to disagree on the two-lane game. I just think being on the road, I think, uh, and, and again, uh, it's not a big, uh, well, what I'll say is it's not a, a big road game as far as you know having to get on a plane travel. travel but uh but uh arkansas state i picked them to beat arkansas state you pick them to lose i just think there again i'm i'm picking the home team this time yeah. and i don't think arkansas as we talked about arkansas state is not a very good football team so i i just i kind of feel like it, it's it's a coin toss so i think either one of us is going to be right 
Well, yeah, one of us. Well, one of us will be right. Shoot. It's guaranteed one of us will be. Uh, but I think, yeah, again, this is when you when you're talking about the teams that I think are going to be at the bottom of the conference, and I think you and I can agree that you know USM, Arkansas State, ULM are near the bottom of the of the West. I, I just find it. It's a. It's they got to win. They're going to win a game. They're going to lose a game. Those are the teams that are going to battle each other. They're going to pull a win here and there. It's just it's tough to pick because I. I don't know how much improvement we're going to see from those teams, but I think there's going to be a chance they're going to get a win here and there, and, and you got to pick them somewhere, right? Uh, and I know, you know, we talked about this on the on the first half of the podcast. You know, I didn't, I didn't, and I should have spent a little more time on the home and away uh, side of it. Um, but you know what? I mean, it's still uh, it's a crapshoot with those teams because again, we don't know a lot about Southern Miss coming in, how much they're going to improve with the, with actually a quarterback at the helm. So, so we'll see. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough for those guys at the bottom of the conference. This is this conference gets better every year. Absolutely, uh, uh, it's you know I, I, you know we, speaking of Arkansas State, we both uh, you know it, it's it's interesting when when we look when I'm looking at our predictions now that you have Arkansas State, Southern Miss, and ULM all one and seven in conference play. So. Uh, it, it's gonna. I, I agree with you. I think those three teams. Uh, it, it'll it'll just depend on which one gets better the fastest. I think that's, and, that's exactly right. And we won't know. And these are predictions that you know we're basing a lot of this off of last year, exactly. uh, right. to a certain extent. Who they have, who they who they lost. Uh, I use the home and away a little bit more, but uh, you know. Let's get into Arkansas State. We both, uh, they have Ohio State, Memphis, two pretty good teams. Uh, then they get into conference play. Where we different uh, is the, uh, uh, again, we talked about the ULM game. I've got, I picked them to win. You picked them to lose. Um, James Madison, uh, in, this, I'm, I'm a little surprised that we're, I won't say that we're different. I just felt like, looking at James Madison had to pick a game for them to win I guess you know that I, I I think James Madison is better than what we think I just think the move up is going to be difficult but you yeah, have them losing to James Madison I do and I think like, we're going to find out a lot about James Madison right off the bat because we don't know we don't we don't know enough about him but uh, I think they're going to be competitive like, I think we went through this when we talked about the East I think they're going to be competitive and they're going to win some Sunbelt games I don't think they're going to be a great team in the Sun Belt, but I think they're going to be okay. And uh, I just think at that point, you know, they're going to they're going to beat a couple of teams at the bottom half of the West Conference, and and that's that's where I think that that that's how I chose that one. Absolutely. Well, we've and talked I, about the. Go ahead. Yeah. Oh, well, I was going to say, and of course, the other games that I have them winning are uh, a, an FCS game against Grambling, which I think they they're capable of winning that one. And then almost an FCS game when you play UMass because UMass yeah. is so weak. Exactly. Uh, we've talked about the other games, so let's move on from Arkansas State. And uh, let me see. We haven't talked about Texas State. And uh, we'll go through our predictions here. I should have put them in order, uh, even though we both have them different. But uh, Texas State, um, uh Interesting. Uh, we, we disagree on the first game. You have them uh, 
losing to Nevada. I have them beating Nevada. I really don't know a whole lot about Nevada, quite honestly. I just know the uh, some of the teams out there have not, I hate to say, performed well. Uh, you know, uh, and I think I was thinking of more of New Mexico State. So um, Yeah. Well, Nevada's usually a pretty decent football team. Um, you know, we played them in a bowl game a few years back. And oh, they, that's they, right. Yeah, they're they're traditionally a pretty solid uh, Mountain West team. Um, so that's why I had that. That And they have to go on the road to Nevada um, to play those guys. So I kind of thought they were going to get off, you know, a little bit of a rough start. But, you know, we, we – you and I have talked about this at nauseum. Uh, is this the year Texas State makes the step up? And I don't know. This is what's going to be because we both have them going five and seven, and I think we both have them going. Well, I have three and five. You have two and six in the conference. But I don't know if five and seven is going to be enough to save Spadafall's uh, job. I don't think it is. Yeah, I think they're going to. You know, if they went six and six and went to a bowl game and even lost in a bowl game, I think he would be. It would be salvageable. I think if he goes five and seven, this will be his last game uh, coach at Texas State. And I think we both have him going exactly five and seven. So, and I know we yeah. differ on some of the games, but um, man, I, I think if he does not go six and six, this is the last game, game he will coach at, at Texas State. You know, we both have him uh, uh, beating FIU, and FIU last night struggled immensely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're, they're not a very good football team. So I, I do think they get a chance to get a non-conference win, which, you know, we always like there. Um, and then they got Baylor, which I don't think will be much of a game at all. Uh, but they get Houston Baptist. They'll, they'll win there. So they'll be two and two when they – or two and two or three and one, depending on whose side you look at, coming out of the non-conference slate. Um, but then, you know, they, they get apps, they get to play App State. They have to play us. So – yeah. So where we differed, though, and we, we've already talked about is the ULM game, but pretty much we agree on everything with Texas State. So let's move on from there. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into uh, the top three teams, which I think uh, no uh, doubt that we agree on those. Uh, let's start with South Alabama, because that's where we have a little bit of a disagreement with the record. I don't know about the, the games played. We hadn't really looked at that. But um, so South Alabama, I mean, uh, we both agree they're going to be. You've got them losing to Central Michigan. That's that's interesting to me. <laughs> I do have them losing to Central Michigan, and this is one of the ones I looked at on the home and away thing. You know, they are going away to play Central Michigan. I, I looked a little bit because I I went back and forth on that game uh, to see what I thought about Central Michigan. Central Michigan is going to be a team that's going to be kind of on the top half of the MAC. They're not a bad MAC football team, and you're going to Central Michigan to play them. Um, that was kind of the only edge I gave to them over South Alabama. I think that's going to be a really telltale game for South Alabama. Um, yep. If they win that game, then South Alabama has a chance to, to be pretty good. Uh, if they lose that game, it's going to be a little bit ch more challenging for them. Yeah, nine and four uh, uh, last year, and the uh, nine and four last year for Central Michigan. So not a bad team. Mm -hmm. um, now, um, again, where we differ is the uh, the game against Troy. Yep. I just think very similar to Georgia State and Georgia Southern. Uh, I don't think you look at records there. 
South Alabama has them at home, second year of the new stadium. Uh, I think there's going to, you know, there's they've got the potential for a big crowd there. Um, I just think South Alabama being at home gets the edge. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> you know, we it, it's funny how we ended up with very similar predictions for almost all the West teams, but got there a different way, right? Um, and again, I think that tells a lot of parity in what we think is going to be a pretty tough conference this year, right? And a lot of unknowns with the four new teams. So you go back and forth and you're like, I, I think this team's going to be a seven and five football team or an eight and four football team, but how do they get there, right? And I think that's that was the biggest challenge for me is I, I worked backwards. I thought about where I thought they were going to finish and I figured out how they were going to get, get there. And I think you looked a little bit more at game first game, right? Um, I just don't know if they can. I think this is going to be a much better team this year. I think they're going to win some of those close games that they lost last year. I just don't know how they get to eight wins. I, I, I don't on the schedule. So it's it's a challenge for me to find eight wins on the schedule. So, I, I again, I started with eight, seven, and tried to figure out how to get there. Well, I just noticed something that I made uh, 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 on that idiot that made this spreadsheet up. I actually, on the Arkansas State side, I had them, uh, South Alabama, beating Arkansas State. But I had, for some reason on here, I had them losing the Arkansas. I actually have them at nine and three and oh, six wow. and two. Look at you. you, you so, go, you're going way out on the ledge there. Well, I just think, you know, especially when, when the, the last one that, uh, well, we've got two that we, we talked about earlier uh, was the Georgia Southern where we disagree. And I just think yeah. South Alabama going on the road and I think Georgia Southern, but the one we, and we probably talked about this one too, with old dominion. I just think the last game of the season, they've got old dominion at home. I, I, and old dominion was a team last year that was, that started out horribly. They played yeah. better as the year went on, but uh, uh You've got them losing to uh, Old Dominion. I do have them losing to Old Dominion. Um, and again, this is probably something I should have spent a little more time looking at the home and away. But but again, I think Old Dominion might be fighting for a, a, a you know bowl berth, and I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna be close. That, in my opinion, I think they're gonna be close, and they're gonna be trying everything they can to win that game. Um, I have them finishing at five and seven. Um, now that could be different, you know, if they are five and six at that point it's going to be different than if they're four and seven right uh yeah they'll be out of the bowl hunt um but i again we do these predictions but who knows right throw a point in the air with a lot of these teams especially the middle of the pack teams right those teams that we or the teams that are brand new to the conference those are just so hard to predict well, I, I just think too, I mean, I mean, we have a hard enough time, or at least I have a hard enough time looking at uh, the, the current weeks and making predictions that are accurate. And then we're going three months out here uh, to the end of November. It's just, yeah. you know, it's, it, it's madness, but Hey, it, it's what we do. It's why we're having this and, and we're having yeah. some fun. So it's well, all the good. good news. The good news I think is um, every team in the Sunbelt conference plays their first three games. as non-conference games, um, which I really think if we would done, if we would do this three weeks from today, I think we'd have a whole better idea of what's going to happen when a conference place slate well, rolls around. 
we can redo this in, uh, uh, in, in our predictions. We can do this again in three weeks. I've got no issue with that. <laughs> well, we can look at it and see how far off we are and yeah. see if it's something we want to do. But, but yeah, I, I think we're like, we everything, especially this season, I think if we would have looked at this in past years, it would be completely different. Um, but with the, with the transfer portal and everything else that's out there now, from year to year, year over year, it's so hard to predict what a team's going to look like because you don't know who the starting quarterback is going to be up until, in some cases, a couple of weeks before when a guy transfers in like Troy did, right? You just you struggle with who's going to have who on the field because you got guys transferring in, transferring out. All of a sudden, you got a whole different team on the field. Well, I think even uh, that is correct, but even more so this year because we've got new teams in the Sunbelt yeah. Conference. And then you had that. And, and, yeah, and you know, we're looking at their record, Southern Miss and Old Division, but that was in Conference U, uh, DOA. That was not right. in the Sunbelt. So, all right, moving on. Um, Troy. Yeah. Uh, I think we both have uh, high opinions that Troy is going to be a better football team this year, and they're going to be the, you know, in the top three of the of the western side and i i, I look they they were a team that looked better at points last year um i think they only improved this year to be honest with you well uh where we differ there there are three games uh you have them uh losing to western kentucky uh conference doa team so um i just feel like i i know that that one i know is a way i just don't think West, uh, you know, Western Kentucky, they'll finish nine and five last year. I don't know enough about them. I just yeah. think Troy's improved. And I don't think, quite frankly, Western uh, Conference DOA is very good. No, they're not. Western, and, and you know, this is probably one I needed to look at a little bit harder. Western Kentucky um, had a superstar quarterback last year, broke records all over the field and, and ended up getting a tryout with an NFL team. I don't know if he still is on the team or not, but uh, they were carried by their quarterback last year. And, and remember, they went into a bowl game and thoroughly whacked uh, App State worse than we beat them. I mean, oh. they, they, they destroyed App State. Now, look, I didn't spend a lot of time looking at what Western Kentucky gets back on other positions, but I know that they did lose their all-world quarterback. So that's a, that's a challenge for them. But Western Kentucky was a good football team that, that gave App a, a, you know, a beatdown in a bowl game last year. And I know that's just looking at one game. But they were a pretty good football team last year. So that's, yep. that's where I was going with the Western Kentucky thing. Uh, I think that is going to be a great football game, by the way. I, I am super excited about that one. Um, uh, I'm looking to see. It's That's October 1st. I'm assuming that's a Saturday. Yes. Okay. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be a fun game. I'm, I'm I'm looking forward to that that game in particular as an out of conference game for uh, for the Sun Belt. Yeah, you know uh, the where it, it's it's interesting. Army plays four Sun Belt Conference teams this this mm -hmm. year, two uh, two home and two away. Um, You're high on Army. I think you had you had Army beating a bunch of the Sun Belt teams. Uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, you did. No, you yeah. did. You had them losing on this one. I have Troy losing. Yeah. I have, I have Army beating Troy. You think uh, Troy will beat Army? I just think the the offense is so different 
controlling the time of possession here. I think uh, I think Army. I, I think it'll be a close one. And Army's one of those teams that if, if Troy jumps out on them, they're not going to be able to probably catch up with them. But I I, I picked Army. I'll tell you this: I love their out of conference schedule. Right? Um, they 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 go to Ole Miss. Right? That's going to be a tough game. Ole Miss is going to be a good football team, but. They, they get their traditional FCS team. They get Alabama's A&M. Um, but to get Western Kentucky and Army, that's a that's a pretty nice G5 uh, couple of matchups for them. Absolutely. And the last game they play, and we'll just uh, – the last game that we differ on is against Louisiana, but we'll move into the Louisiana schedule as we talk about that. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, I have the Cajuns uh, a little bit homer here. I, I just, uh, I think the best way to put it is, uh, uh, I'm not going to say every team on, on on the Cajun schedule can beat them, but I think the Cajuns can beat every team on their schedule. Yeah. I, uh, I truly believe this team can be 12-0. and 0. I, I don't think there's any yeah. doubt. I, I have them 10-2. and 2. I think, that, you know, there's a chance that they're going to lose two games. I think we both agree Florida State's going to be the biggest challenge on the on the schedule. Um, Absolutely. But we, don't, but we don't know what Florida State's going to be this year, but we do believe that, that P5 away game is going to be tough. I think the only other two games that jumped out at me when the schedule was put out there are Marshall and Troy. Yeah, uh, we we differ on the Marshall game. You uh, have the Cajuns losing; it's an away game. I have them winning. We already talked about that earlier, so I don't want to get into that. The one that uh, we differ on is the the Cajuns have had a tendency over the last, I think, even ten years, is when they they've had this a home loss that that that's unex I, I will say unexplainable. Uh, you know, we lost to a, a ULM team that had a pretty good quarterback, but overall was not a very good team when HUD was here. Yeah. Uh, we lost to uh, Coastal. Now, that was a Coastal team that ended up winning, but, you know, the Cajuns, the Cajuns had their opportunities there. Yeah, there. Sure, yeah. we, we, I think everybody agrees we should have won that game. There were a couple of plays that, that went, went awry for us that, that could have changed the complexion of that game. But, yeah, no, no doubt that was a, a one that we let get away. So I, I just think the home the, – the, we're, we're, the Cajuns, I think, will drop uh, home uh, a home game this year. And I, I the, the thing about it is – you know, Troy is moving from the east to the west. So unlike the other teams, um, the, the Cajuns have dominated the west and have not lost a Western Division game. I, I just think this may be the first one. It could be. Like I said, I, I bounced on this schedule between Marshall and Troy. I, and I hope, again, being homers that we are, I hope they don't lose any games. Uh, and there's a chance that that could happen. But Marshall and Troy were the two that stuck out. They're going to be, they're going to be, I, you know, we don't know from week to week what's going to change, but they could be the two toughest games on the schedule. Um, it's going to be, it's, it, those are going to be dogfights and Troy's going to be fighting. You know, Troy's at, at that point, there's a really good chance. And then you're right. Troy could be fighting for the Western division title, right? They could still see it. They could be possibly be close enough that they could get it. They're going to want that win, I guarantee you. And to say they're the first team to beat a uh, to beat Louisiana 
uh, in the last what three years uh, on the western side. Yeah. Uh, so hey, look again, I, I, we go back and forth, but those are the, I think Marshall Troy. We could talk about that for hours. Those are two that I, I think everybody in the in the Cajun locker room has circled on their schedules: the Marshall game because of the bowl game last year, and the Troy game because everybody's predicting that Troy's going to be the class of the belt outside of Louisiana. Yep. The final on game the that, on the West, anyway. Yeah, the final game that we're going to talk about is uh, the Florida State game on the road. Uh, I just think, uh, in, in my opinion, the uh, I have to go back two years ago, and I know there's been some turnover on the team, uh, but at the same time, Florida State's not a very good team. We beat a good Iowa State team on the road, and that's a game at Florida State. I know there weren't a lot of fans. People said, well, there weren't any fans in the stands at Iowa State. You know, it was a COVID year, this, that. It doesn't matter. They still be. But this is a game at Florida State. I'm not. It could be similar in the sense of if Florida State's not playing well by that time, this season, they're not going to have anybody in the stands either. No, you're you're right. And and that's what I was, I was looking at. I mean, look, I don't know. that We're not going to know a lot about them. Well, we'll know a lot about them this weekend. You know, they played Duquesne first game of the year already. They played them in week zero. I don't think it was a close game. I, I don't remember what the score ended up being. They get a bye week, and then they have Louis. They go to Louisville, which I think will be a tough game. They've got NC State, Clemson, Miami before us. <laughs> You're right. They could be out of the running, or they could be five and five, or four and you know. Yeah, but even at five and five, their fans are not going. They're not going to consider that a good year. No, it's going to be a terrible year for them. Uh, it's going to be an awful year for them. So I think we're going to learn about a lot about them this weekend. Uh, Sunday they play LSU, and I, again, I don't know if everybody what everybody thinks LSU is going to be. There's a real, lots of question marks in, on that team, um, but we'll see. It, it, look, we have to win, and I know I haven't predicted as a loss, but we have to win games like this um, one to solidify our fan base and two to make sure people understand that we are we're capable of beating these middle of the road um, p5 teams uh, the texas's of the world that we lost to last year we're gonna have to pull some of these wins and i'm, I'm hoping this is the time i just i struggle i struggle to see us beating florida state but Look, that could all change if we're if we're what nine and zero at that point. I guarantee you that's going to be a huge game for us. Let me ask you this: so, how much of that is your memory of Florida State growing <laughs> oh, I up? A, I think a ton of it is. A ton of it is because they're not uh, the same team that they were when we, you know, when we were in high school or college. No, but remember this, and I think we were a little shell shocked uh, at Texas last year. Not not the fans, but it's the, the football team, right? Uh, and again, it's a little different. It was opening weekend. There were you know eighty thousand people in that stadium because Texas had expectations that they were going to be good. I think if this game was earlier in the year, it would be a little bit different. But our our team looked like they got scared walking into that stadium against Texas, right? They yes. looked like it was it was bigger than them, right? Now, again, they may walk into a Florida State stadium that's half full because Florida State fans don't care at that point because they're they're a bad football team. If that happens, I think it'll be a little bit different. But if they walk into a stadium in in, in Tallahassee and there's you know 70, 80, 90,000 people in the stadium, 
Um, and, and Florida State's a decent football team. I just don't want this team to get overwhelmed by that because it can't, it, it, you know, we're not, you look at the teams we're playing all the way. Rice is going to have almost nobody in the stadium, right? Marshall will have a good crowd, but it's not going to be 80,000 people. Uh, Southern Miss is not going to, you know, Florida State's the one that you walk into that stadium and you go, there's a lot of tradition, there's a lot of history, and there's a lot of people, right? Yep. Well, yeah. uh, I think I think we'll know a lot uh, here coming up the next three weeks. We'll take a look back at that in three weeks when we when we talk more. But Dave, I appreciate your time. We'll get this out and uh, get the reactions of the fans, uh, and and they can tell us how stupid we are and why we're wrong and, and everything else. Well, there's no question. I hope I am the most wrong about this this prediction. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I, I hope they're twelve and zero, and we're talking uh, big things at the end of the season. But we'll we'll figure that out, and uh, it'll be a fun season. I'm I am so ready for 30, 30 almost 35 hours from now uh yep. getting ready to, to see kickoff so um so again we say this probably at the end of all of our podcasts uh for home games man if you've got nothing going on on a saturday at six o'clock you should be sitting at Cajun field uh tickets are inexpensive there's lots of seats available get out there and go tailgate and have fun this is going to be a fun season Absolutely. You've been listening to We're Talking with Craig Malasson and Dave Amato. Dave and I will be back next week to talk about the Cajuns, uh, previewing the Cajuns' next game uh, against um, Eastern Michigan and then talk about what happened at Southeastern. For Dave Amato, I'm Craig Malasson, and we're talking football. Any redistribution or reproduction of any part or all of the contents in any form is prohibited, except, ah, uh, who the hell are we kidding? Distribute it, share it, put it in your podcast, broadcast it, or put it on social media. Just give credit where credit's due.